Welcome back to Taxes Made Simple. I'm your host, Carlton Dennis. And in today's video, we're gonna discuss whether or not the LLC is dead in the United States. There are more small-based business owners than ever before. There are actually 30.2 million small-based business owners according to the Small Business Association. But why does it feel like there are less LLC owners? One thing to know is that my company files tax returns for small-based business owners, and we have experienced 30% less LLC owners over this past year. Does that mean I'm taking on less business? Or does that mean there's less business owners? Or maybe it means that the LLC is dead. And in this video, I'm gonna to explain to you what the difference is between an LLC and another type of entity structure and whether or not you need to switch for tax savings. Let's dive in. All right, guys, welcome back into Taxes Made Simple, where we go over the truth, the hard facts around taxes, and we simplify it for you here. Now, I'm gonna simplify why the LLC might be dead for you as a business owner and why you might need to make a consideration before the end of this year. One thing is for certain, though, if you do not stick to the end of this video, you will have a lapse in your understanding between the other entity structures, such as a C-Corp and an S-Corporation. So I encourage you to stick around. Now. One thing I want you to know about the LLC is that it's the perfect entity structure for new business owners. Let's talk about why an LLC might be a great entity structure for someone who's a new business owner. When you're getting started in business, you're gonna have a lot of cost associated with getting started. You will market your services, you will market your products, you will spend money on advertising, you'll spend money hiring people, and you will carry programs and softwares and different materials to get the job done. But one thing that will come up is how you wish to pay yourself. And sometimes just pulling money out of your bank account may not feel right to you as a business owner. So a lot of business owners will take it upon themselves to go open up a business bank account. But before they do that, they will do some research online. And when you typically go online, you learn about all the LLC companies that you can set up your business with. There's tons of different companies that you can establish an LLC through. When you do some research, you realize that when you set up an LLC, it does come with an EIN number so you can go open up your bank account. And maybe you even do some more research to find out that, hey, if I have an LLC, I even might be able to use my business credit to buy for things instead of using my personal credit card to buy for things. So this is when the business owner who's new starts to make the transition over into the limited liability company. Now, when you've gotten yourself into the LLC, you've done a really great job of separating the liability from yourself and from your business. You're no longer viewed as just one person, you're viewed as a business and you're viewed as a person over here, an individual. Your entity, however, is still a flow-through entity, which means all your income and expenses will flow through to your personal tax returns, but you did a good job of separating the liability from yourself. Something happens in your business, it's in your business, something happens to you, that's over here where you're doing things. So we wanna make sure that we understand why business owners set up LLCs. They typically wanna separate personal from business, and they wanna make sure that they have the liability protection. Now, if you're a new business owner, you're probably not making a whole lot of money. Let's be honest, most new business owners in their first year don't profit. I deal with a lot of business owners that end up being at a loss 
because they had more expenses than they did income. Is that a problem? No, it's not. We just wanna make sure that you're working towards an economic gain. Now, if you're an LLC owner, one thing is for certain, you need to make sure that you're getting to a place of profitability. And when you get to a place of profitability, it's time that you start to pull some money out of your business. Maybe it's time for you to pay yourself back. Setting up an accountable plan is how you can do this inside of a QuickBooks or any type of accounting software that you choose to set up. But when you get to a place where you're ready to pay yourself back, you need to know what that looks like. And business owners, I want you to know this is why the LLC is now dead. There has been a change over this past year in 2020 where now taxpayers have more access to information and information coupled with action leads to a different outcome on your tax returns. I have experienced more business owners transitioning from the LLC to an S-Corp than I have ever experienced in my seven years of doing tax strategy and accounting. And the IRS estimates that there are over 5 million S-Corporations as of this year, 2021 three times the number of C corporations. Small businesses are the cornerstone of the American economy and S corps are the cornerstone of American small business community. So when you are becoming successful as an LLC owner, you need to know why your LLC will become dead to you. When LLC owners are becoming more successful, they're making more income. And as you make more income, it makes sense to pay yourself more. It makes sense for you to budget even how much you might pay yourself and how much you might leave in your business to continue to grow your business. As a business owner, you shouldn't be doing this alone. And more so, you shouldn't be doing this inside of an LLC. This is when knowing when to switch to an S corporation becomes very valuable to you. So you can save money on taxes and earn more money by being smart and savvy. We're gonna jump into the iPad right now where I'm gonna teach you the difference between the LLC, the S-Corporate, and the C-Corporation around five characteristics that'll make it very simple for you to understand when you need to transition. Let's dive in. All right, guys, we're gonna jump into the iPad. This will be the most thorough explanation you will ever receive on the difference between an LLC and an S-Corporation because I'm gonna give you the exact math that a tax accountant can't give you over a phone call. This math you will be able to refer back to, you'll be able to run the numbers, and you'll be able to calculate your own tax to determine when it makes sense to switch out of the LLC to the S-Corporation. Let's jump in. So the first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna decipher the difference between the LLC, the S-Corp, and the C-Corporation based off of 100 grand gross income. So if I have 100K gross, in an LLC, 100K gross in an S-Corp, 100K gross in a C-Corp, we need to talk about some characteristics between these different entity structures. An LLC, like the S-Corporation, is a flow-through entity. All the income flows over to the shareholder, which is you and I, or the member, if you're in an LLC, which is you and I. Flow-through entities, such as LLCs and sole proprietorships, pay a self-employment tax of 15.3%. So an LLC owner is going to pay that on all of the business's net income. Net income means after all expenses, after you spent your money on everything inside the business. Now, the S-Corporation owner does not pay self-employment tax. We're gonna talk about what the S-Corporation owner pays. And the C-Corporation owner does not pay self-employment tax. The C-Corporation owner does not pay self-employment tax just like the S-Corp owner. Now. The true difference comes in when you as a business owner decide you want to pay yourself. LLC owners who decide they want to pay themselves aren't really processing payroll. They're taking distributions. Payroll is for the owners of S-Corps and C-Corporations or LLCs 
that have been taxed as C or S corporations. So if you're an LLC owner, you do not run payroll for yourself, which means that the money you pulled out of your bank account to live, to pay your mortgage, to pay your rent, to pay your car bill, those items that you're spending money on, yes, the items may be tax deductible, such as your car bill, your car payment, but if you pull money out of your business to go live, you don't get a deduction based on the money you gave yourself, okay? Let's say you switch over into an S corporation. This is when payroll for you becomes tax deductible. So it's a requirement being in an S corporation. Also, if you decide to become a C corp, you can choose to take dividends or a salary out of your C corporation. So you will pay payroll taxes and process a payroll tax return. Now, the real kicker here is that when you're an S corp, yes, you're paying social security and Medicare tax, self-employment tax, like a LLC owner pays into, but it's really considered payroll tax because you're only paying that amount on what you paid yourself. And you receive a deduction when you pay yourself as a business owner. LLC owners do not receive a payroll deduction for paying themselves. They only receive a payroll deduction when they pay employees. But if you're an S corp owner, you do receive a deduction when you pay yourself. And if you're a C corp owner, you do receive a deduction when you pay yourself out of your C corp. Now, LLC owners don't pay payroll tax because they don't have payroll. They pay self-employment tax. They're their own employers and their own employees, but they pay 15.3% on all net income. S corporation owners just pay 15.3% based on the money they paid themselves. So there's a difference there. Yes, we pay payroll taxes as S corporation owners, but the amounts is far less and we're gonna go over an example. If you're a C corporation owner, you can choose to take payroll out of your C corp, which is taxable income to the owner. This leads into double taxation. The C corporation is the only entity structure that's a non-flow through entity, which means that the C corp needs to file its own tax returns and needs to pay its own taxes. Unlike the S corp and the LLC, the S corp and the LLC file their own taxes, but the S corp and the LLC don't pay any taxes. You, the shareholder or the member of your LLC, you will pay taxes one time. Whereas the C corporation owner pays taxes based on 21% federal tax rate for the C corp based on whatever's inside of that C corp as net income. And then whatever you choose to pay yourself in a salary outside of the C corp, you'll pay federal state taxes and then also payroll taxes on the amount you paid yourself. So that leads C corporations to having double taxation. An S corporation does not have double taxation, neither does a LLC or a sole proprietorship. These are our flow through entities that are not subject to SE tax. Now, you might be wondering, well, when does it make sense, Carlton, for me to switch over from an LLC or sole proprietorship into an S corporation? There is a threshold to switch. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna go over an example. I wanna go over an example of a single taxpayer who happens to run a candle business. I always refer, can, refer to candles because my mother used to buy Yankee candles when I was younger and they were like always like lavender, eucalyptus. And um, when I started teaching tax strategy, I always used candle businesses as an example. So we're gonna be a candle business owner today. And let's say we're single, which means that we're not filing married, right? Single. And we're 1099 income earner, we're, we're self-employed. You see right here, I've already written up some numbers for you. If I make $100,000 net business income, I now can call that my AGI, and I'm gonna start factoring in my deductions. What are the deductions that I receive as a single taxpayer? Well, if I don't own a home, and I'm not paying property taxes or mortgage interest, I'm probably taking the standard deduction. 
the standard deduction in 2021 is $12,550. So that's the first deduction I get to slice off of my tax bill. $100,000 minus $12,550, okay? That's your standard deduction amount that you get to reduce. But once you have your next number, you get to factor in the QBI. The QBI deduction is 20%. So we're gonna take 20% on top of the standard deduction, which is an additional deduction of $17,490. Guys, keep with me on this. We took the standard deduction, which is already given to you as a single filer. Then the next deduction we took is called the QBI deduction. QBI stands for Qualified Business Income Deduction. It's 20% on net income you did not pay yourself. So if I am a business owner and I have net income, I'm gonna take 20%. This example gives me a QBI deduction of 17,490. Now, my new taxable income is reflected. It's at $69,960. Now I pay self-employment tax. Now I pay 15.3%. And when I pay 15.3%, I did the math for us. 15.3% is $10,704. That's a lot of self-employment tax that I'm gonna have to pay. Yes, one half of self-employment tax is deductible, which is $5,352, but I still have to pay $10,704 in self-employment tax. It's still gonna come out of my pocket, okay? so. Let me factor in my deduction. I get half of the self-employment tax that I paid into as a write-off, which puts me down to new taxable income of $64,608, okay? Now that my taxable income is $64,608, I need to compare that with the federal tax brackets for a single filer to really figure out how much I'm gonna owe in taxes. So when I jump down and I factor in the single federal tax rates, I can see the amount of money that I have being taxed at the 10% bracket, the amount of money that's being taxed at the 12% bracket, and the amount of money that's being taxed at the 22% bracket. When I factor in the 10%, it gives me $995. When I factor in the 12% bracket, it gives me $3,669. And last but not least, when I factor in the 22% bracket, I'm left with $5,298. So, if I add up all of these federal taxes of the tax brackets I fell into, because I fell into the 10, 12, and 22%, my total federal tax is $9,962.04. My self-employment tax, which I already had to pay, is $10,704. But if I'm in California, let's factor in some state taxes to see how really real it is. I'm paying an additional $2,080.32 for a total tax of $24,826.32. Lord, someone come and help me. I need to be resuscitated after paying that amount. I need someone to come in and revive me because I'm no longer a six-figure earner, okay? I barely have $76,000 to my name now, okay? So this is important for us to learn. This is what it looks like if we're in an LLC. This is how much tax we're paying, how much goes to the Fed, how much goes to the state, how much goes to self-employment tax, how much doesn't come back into Carlton's pocket. Okay, now let's say we jump down and we go over an S corporation. What's the difference in the amount of tax we pay being in an S corporation versus being in an LLC? Does it mean our LLC is dead to us now? Should we just abandon it and switch to an S corp? Let's talk about it. So. Same example, same example, $100,000 net income. One thing you wanna know about an S-Corp that I already mentioned before is that the S-Corporation has to run payroll. So if I'm an S-Corporation owner, 
I got to process the W-2 to myself. And the government wants to make sure that the W-2 I process to myself is a reasonable amount, okay? In our office, we have done a lot of audits with payroll department, the EDD, and we've come to know that the EDD is looking for business owners to take a minimum of 30% of their net income, okay? So we don't mess with that anymore. So let's just say I'm over that threshold. I take 35% of my net income. That gives me $35,000 in a W-2 wage, okay? So I have $35,000 that I paid myself as a W-2 employee, and then I got this other $65,000 sitting in the business. Let's first figure out how much in taxes I'm gonna pay on the 35,000 I paid myself. So we have to run payroll, which means I need to get with a payroll company like Carla Denson Associates, uh, ADP, somebody. Somebody's gotta process a payroll for me. Let's say when I process payroll for myself, I decide to have the payroll taxes withheld so I don't have to pay it later. That makes sense. I'm gonna pay the taxes now so I don't pay it later. Doesn't that sound like a W-2 employee? Yes, okay. So I have payroll taxes being withheld. Payroll tax is 7.65% for me being the employee and 7.65% on me being the employer. So on 35,000, I'm paying about 15.3%, the same amount of self-employment tax that my LLC owners had to pay, except I'm only paying it on the amount I'm choosing to pay myself. Okay, here, you guys are learning. Okay, stick with me now, stick with me now. The payroll tax, when we do that, comes out to $5,355. I did the math already. The federal taxes, associated with you earning $35,000 is what we have to calculate next. So I put the brackets here. When you only earn $35,000 that you paid yourself, you only put yourself into the 10% bracket and the 12% bracket. And the 10% is $995 and the 12% bracket is $3,006. Add those two together, you get $4,001 in federal tax. We have federal tax calculated. $4,001 on the amount of money we paid ourselves plus the payroll taxes, which was $5,355. Now, we factor in the state of California on that. Part of the reason why I'm doing California is because California is one of the most expensive states to live in and there's most amount of business owners in California, so I know you guys can relate. Let's say we factor in California state taxes, that's an additional $887, okay? So I add federal taxes, state taxes, plus payroll taxes, that's payroll, so what I get is $10,243 in total payroll taxes that I paid. Payroll taxes encompass my social security and Medicare, my federal and state taxes that I paid myself. I handled that, okay? Now, on the other side of the table, I still have $65,000 in business income I didn't pay myself. And I haven't even factored in any of my write-offs. So let's go there, okay? So the first write-off I wanna factor in is SD. What does SD stand for? SD stands for standard deduction, okay? The standard deduction, if you're single, is $12,550. is $25,510 if you're married. Now, if I'm single, I'm taking a standard deduction of $12,550. My new taxable income is $52,450, okay? Now, the next thing I need to do is I need to factor in the QBI deduction. Just like how the LLC owner got the 20% deduction, me being in an S-Corp, I get a 20% deduction on the amounts I didn't pay myself, hence qualified business income deduction. So 52 grand multiplied by 20% gives me a $10,490 deduction. I'm gonna factor that in. My new net taxable income for my business is now $41,960. This is the number that I need to calculate with federal and state taxes to really determine the difference here. So let's do it. Federally, 
I know that I'm gonna fall into the 10% bracket, which gives me $995, the 12% bracket, which gives me $3,669, and the 22% bracket, which gives me $315. Guys, let's add this up. If I add it up, I get a total federal tax of $4,979. Now, that's just the federal tax. I factor in California as well for you too, guys. The additional California tax gives you about $1,336. In total, just on the business's income, we will pay $6,315.34 in tax. And then on the payroll side, we'll pay $10,243, okay? When we add these two numbers together, we get our total amount of tax that we pay as a taxpayer. So let's factor in the difference. As an LLC owner, we did the math earlier, we paid $24,826 in total tax. But as an S corporation owner, our total tax came out to $16,558. Now, the net difference between this LLC and this S corporation owner is $8,200 in total taxes. Talking about show me the money. Show me the money! What could you do with an additional $8,268 in taxes? Well, I might wanna put a down payment on a car. I might wanna put that towards my investment fund so I can get into another investment property. Carlton, my children have tuition that I need to pay, or maybe I wanna put that money into my retirement account so I can continue to grow my finances. There's so many things you can do with tax dollars. And guess what? Uncle Sam is not there with you when you're working hard when you're spending those extra nights, when you're making those extra phone calls, or when you're driving. He ain't with you. I wanna make sure Carlton's giving you some of that information to have you equipped so you can save money on your taxes legally. So this is the true difference between the LLC and the S Corporation. Your tax advisor may not tell you to switch to an S Corp right away. They may wanna see that you can actually make consistent money. And if you're someone who's already making consistent money, you should already be in an S Corporation. This conversation that I'm having with you right now should be like music to your ears. You should just feel my words fill into your veins. Like, yes, I understand why I'm in Escoparation. And now you guys have the information to equip you. LLCs might be dead for you. All right, so let's do a quick recap. We factored in the LLC, self-employment tax, federal, state tax, California, came out to $24,826. Then we factored in the escort tax, paying payroll tax, taking the QBI deduction, just like the LLC, and it came out to $16,558. So the net difference between the LLC and the S-Corp was $8,268 in taxes, but we're still missing the C-Corporation. What happens if we make $100,000 as a C-Corp? Let's go over this. So in this last example here, guys, I've already done the math for you because calculating C-Corp tax is actually pretty easy. When you have a C-Corporation, the C-Corp is subject to a 21% federal tax. So if we made $100,000 net business income inside of our C-Corporation, we can pay ourselves out of our C-Corp. We could choose to take dividends or we could choose to take wages. Now, most C-Corp owners are gonna take wages. So that way the C-Corp can get a tax deduction. And when you take wages, just like when you take wages out of a S-Corp, you need to give yourself a reasonable payroll. 
So what we did was we factored in the same amount of payroll amount that we paid ourselves out of an S corporation. So I use this same example as the S corp and the total payroll tax comes out to the same amount, 10,243. On the other side of the table, the business files its own tax returns. So we can't factor in the standard deduction yet. So if I had $65,000 left over in my business, I'm not going to receive a QBI deduction. I won't get the 20% like the other flow through entities, the LLC and the S Corp receive. So 21% against $65,000 is $13,650 in federal taxes. Keep in mind though, if you have a California C Corp, you're going to pay California state taxes. That's an additional $3,172. The total amount of taxes that our C Corp alone pays is $16,822. Now us, the self-employed person that decided to pay ourselves out of our business, we're going to pay the payroll tax of $10,243. Our total tax inside of a C corporation is $27,065. So $27,000 inside of a C corp, $16,558 inside of an S corp, and $24,826 inside of an LLC. You now have the breakdown of how much tax you would pay if you had $100,000 net income inside of your business. But it's up to you as a taxpayer to decide when it's time to switch your entity structure. One of the things that I want to make sure you guys are aware of is that there is a threshold to switch from the LLC to an S Corp. In our office, we have defined this threshold to be right around $45,000 in net income. Part of the reason why we've come to a number around it is because we deal with a lot of clients that need to transition out of the LLC to an S Corp and we run the numbers and on the, our computer and calculator every single day. We're factoring in two really important items that many taxpayers don't take into consideration. How much is it going to cost you to run payroll? And then how much is it going to cost you to file tax returns? Tax returns for an S corporation are just a little bit more expensive than for an LLC. And when you're an LLC, you just don't have to run payroll. So you're taking on new expenses, the new expenses payroll, and you bumping up the amount of money you're paying to actually get your tax returns filed. So factoring in some of these new amounts could end up being like an additional couple grand a year. And I want to make sure that just because you're dishing out money to become an S corp doesn't mean that you actually end up saving money in your pockets. That would be counterintuitive. If we're going to dish money out to transition from an LLC into an S-Corp, which means we're dishing money out to file an S-Corp tax return and to run payroll, then on the back end, we should be saving some tax dollars. 45000 net income and above is when that threshold, the benefits, start to outweigh the cost associated with you making the transition. So it's absolutely something that is a conversation that needs to be had. But from this video, you can see how to calculate your own tax. And you can always refer back to this video to know when it might make sense for you to transition from an LLC to an S Corp and eventually from an S Corp to a C Corporation. Guys, my name is Carlton Dennis. If you like this video, please comment on it. Let me know what you think. Feel free to subscribe so I can make more videos. And if you'd like, hit the like button. It helps out the YouTube algorithm so I can get more videos on the Explore page. I look forward to seeing you on the next video. Over and out.